The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It's 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Somewhere in this building is our producer, Big Dick Toledo, and we're ready to go for another perfect day in paradise. Is this, uh, we can't, I'm not saying a word about it because I don't jinx it. It's been amazing. Like, oh. this is ridiculous. I'm breathing for the first time. I'm breathing clean. I'm getting better. I didn't have yeah. a, a baby drowner this morning on the way in. I didn't have... I did something... I I don't... I, I got to tip my cap to all the people who try this. I tried. finally did it. Alarm went off at 3.30. I'm going to work out to start today. Yeah. I got to see what this is about. I got to try this out. And I've ridden my bike here before. That's different. I don't really look at it as a workout. It's just more of a thing. And I actually get up and... I, I don't know how you people do it. I, I know people that get up first thing in the morning, and that's what I, I – kudos to you. It was – I might as well try to lift a car. It was, it was a brutal – I do – I am more awake than I am normally awake at this time. I'm about a half hour, 45 minutes ahead of schedule. But I am assuming that somewhere around noon, 1 o'clock, crash. I'm going to collapse. I'm just going to drop dead probably and just – uh It'll be all it just over. modifies your nap system. Yeah, it just changes it. the day. But of course, today is not a day for napping. You know, yeah. I, I missed. I, I couldn't go to Tactical Black yesterday. I had stuff pop up and change, and so I'm like, "Dang it, I can't." So I was lazy, and then I decided to say, "I'm going to work out first thing in the morning." I, I, honestly, I don't know how anyone does it. I know people who do. Eric Bryan, we know him from Precision Air. He's right now doing curls for the girls. Yeah, he's, right he's, now, he's, he's rolling some buys and tries, and I just don't know how you do it. I tried to. Motivate. I did it. I got through it, but it was ugly and lazy and a lot of complaining and a lot of eye rolling. Like, Ugh. it was brutal. But uh, I got a tip of the cap to those people. I don't think I'll ever do that again. But now I know from experience rather than just saying I'm, I, I'm, I'm not built for that. I'm just not built for the wake up workout. One and done. Uh, that's enough. That was so <laughs> hard. I, I swear that was so hard for me. It's awful. It's just a terrible. We just start thing. a tad too early to get the early morning workout. In. My old it's, wife, it's like overnight. The ex-wife <laughs> used to get up before me, doing mornings to work out. She was happy to wake up at three forty-five. My dad, oh, I'm turning into Dan. If I do this, I'm Dan. Because at three thirty, you'd hear that alarm go off. And I swear to God, my poor mom. Best thing ever happens. They got divorced later because if he'd have kept doing this, you'd hear weights in the bedroom. He had. Barbells. He didn't. Oh, we didn't have a workout room. He just kept them stuffed under the edge of the bed with two orange, like noticeable cones. Saying, eh, "It's your own ass if you run into these." So he'd keep. You know, he he kindly put orange tabs on the end of the barbells, and you would hear him 
drag a bench out of the garage all the way back into the master bedroom. My mom, it's three forty in the morning. And you're Marcy, 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 Marcy. What? God damn it! Spot me. What am I gonna do? Just help me out. <laughs> he would. He was so rude about it. You'd hear. That's how I woke up most of my teen years. And he Clouds loved of chalk. it. He loved it. I'm surprised we didn't have chalk and like a, a bell. Go for my ATV. Yeah, I got to get my whole time. I'm going in. Marcy, get up here. Take 120 pounds of woman and, and, and help me lift this off my chest in case things go sour. Oh, it was horrible. I tried that this morning. I don't know how to say it. My ex-wife would wake up. I'm trying not to wake you. She'd go to the gym. Like she'd drive somewhere. There's no possible way I would ever. I don't know how you got. I don't. If you're doing it right now, I I, I admire you more than I thought I could. When I originally came so, out here with the first station, the the owner. Yeah. Um, and I, I know this hard to believe, but started the day climbing Camelback Mountain. No, that's meet terrible. him right at the, as the sun would get up. No. And it took about two weeks because the first week, first two weeks is brutal. Oh yeah. Then you do get into an habit, but it's not every day. You were doing this. We we're doing it. That's every just day. dumb. That's uh, no. You That's were waking not. up to do that. Yes. No, I'm not doing that. Like you always tell me, you know. Golf on Saturday. What time? 8.30. You're crazy. No, I'm not waking up to go do anything. We try to do that on the bikes. You're like, no, nope, nope. 11 yeah, o'clock. Yeah. You guys <laughs> always tell me, we're biking. What time? 6.30. I'm like, why? <laughs> why do I have a, why? There's all, we have all day. You'll be going to get it out of the way. That's just summer golf for the most part. Yeah. The phrase so what? We have all day. Nobody will be. It's even better that no one's out there. We have all day tells me we can do this whenever we want. But when somebody's like, because you and Josh always answer me yeah. with, well, we want to get it out of the way. Well, then you don't really want to do it. <laughs> Things you want to get out of the way are chores. Uh, You're beating the heat on yeah. the bike thing. Beat the heat on the He likes the heat. I like it. I yeah. almost killed Brett yeah. because of it once. <laughs> I still feel Bastard. a little guilty about it. <laughs> and Brett's on the other side. Why? We yeah. Had, yeah. Oh, no. Exactly. It's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's weird, but we stuffed Brett under a small bush once that had a minimum amount of shade and watched him almost die. Thank God for Wilderness Athlete <laughs> Heroes, man. That's the only thing that saved yeah, my ass. That is a fact. It's like the dude that comes into town or whatever, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll play golf. Yeah. And we're in the summer here. Whether it's a, yeah. Oh, I, I can't do it. Oh. See, I don't want somebody sitting there bitching about the heat when they golf with me, and you don't want me there bitching about why did we wake up for this all day. Because I hate it. I hate it. I, I, like, if I've got all day, why am I mapping out a more? I can sleep. I'll get to it. Like, I like an I'll get to it attitude on the weekends. Not, I got stuff to do. I got a schedule. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't sleep in on the weekends oh. anymore with the schedule. It's like, I'm, I can't. Seven o'clock, I'm up. Man, I can. You know, I try. This. I, I try. You know, seven o'clock comes around and I just curse at that. You think you got me? Watch this. And I'll <laughs> force sleep. Seven, you're sleeping in. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. If I'm awake at seven, I'm laying down on the couch till ten just to fight. And I'm like, all right, you think you think I'm up going to do stuff? You're crazy. I'm just going to get up and be lazy on another apparatus in this house. The tip of the cap to all you weirdos out there who can work work out first thing. What a gift you've got. Because that is a, I want to get this out of the way thing. I like to do it right before bed, which is a crazy like yeah. people, I, I like to. Like, and you can go to sleep right after. Yeah, that. doesn't bother wow. me at all. I, I notice that I am a world. sleep professional. Yeah. You I'm say impressed. it's time for sleep, I'm gone. Except uh, if it's a bedtime. I'm still a child. Like if somebody says it's bedtime, I'm like, you don't tell me. But you know, I, I have to go. Like at eleven o'clock, when it's time for me to go to sleep, I'm going to sleep. So yeah, I can. It doesn't. Ca- caffeine doesn't affect me anymore. Nothing. I, I I go to bed when I go to bed when I'm when I'm sleepy. 
But when I have to go to bed, because I've got to get up early. That's why I hate Saturday morning, 6 a.m., fight time. Because <laughs> on Friday, I'm just mad, laying on my arms crossed. Go to bed early because my dickhead friends want to wake up at 3.30 in the morning and ride bicycles. We've got all day. Josh will hit me up and goes, hey, want to ride this uh, weekend? I'm like, yeah, what time? This, well, should we hit up John? No. Uh, don't, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't even bother. bother. I, even, I say it immediately. Like, yeah. What time after 10 are you planning this? Yeah. Six. I'm like, no, you have fun. I'll talk to you another time. <laughs> Josh is such an animal. That when I went riding with him last time, I said, I, you know I'm not doing anything until 10. He went riding first oh, yeah, with yeah. other dudes and then met me at 10 to do it again. They get I, out there when it's still dark. Yeah. And then, let's go. So dumb. I just don't, I, I, I love Josh, but boy, what an IQ of five on that moment. <laughs> just dumb. But yeah, so again, I tried it this morning. It may be the only time I ever do this. I, I can't stand waking up like that. I don't know. And, you know, and worst part was, you know. He starts thinking about that. Like, if this was a gym, there'd be other people there. There's no way I could ever do that. Like, see other people doing it who are, like, spry. They're going to notice my weaknesses and misery. And good morning, just, everybody. Oh, yeah, oh, hi, good. Oh, nothing worse than a morning person. <laughs> I remember when we first started the, the show, one of the guys, uh, I think it was Tim at the other station, was like, hey, we should meet for breakfast before oh, the show. Tim Hattrick? <laughs> yeah. That dude has asked me to meet him at IHOP at 4. And I'm like, you think I'm awake at 4? Well, yeah, you got to see there at three. Are you insane? Him and Willie, and I don't know if Ben and him did it. Evidently not, because Ben's not around anymore. (laughs) No one knows why. Tim used to ask me, "Hey, you're right down the road. We'll just meet at IHOP." I'm like, "What? Like eleven after the show? No, before. Like before? There is no before the show. That's sleep time. (laughs) Before what? Before the show is like, how long can I push this till I have to get in the car? They would get up to go." Talk some. If I saw you for another hour, I'd, I, I, we would hate each other. Write a song. I would. I, I can't imagine because I'm miserable. If I was pulling up to an IHOP at a quarter to four in the morning and I saw your cheery face in the window, I'm like, mother effer, I'm going to kill him today with pancakes. I don't want to have breakfast with you too. Yikes. Yeah, I can't do that. I don't know how. But again, tip of the cap. Congratulations to all you guys. That's impressive. I'm the DeAndre Ayton of morning workouts. It ain't happening, and you ain't talking me into it. You just can't change my mind. I am a Bahamanian. Give me some mangoes, video games, and weed, and I'll get to you when I get to you. I treat workouts in the morning like DeAndre Ayton treats a loose ball bouncing down the court. Somebody will get it. <laughs> I'll get you your 22 a night from 12 yeah, feet away. Look, I'll sleepwalk to 18 and 8, but I ain't going to chase that ball around. There's other people out here. What happened to the other four guys? How come I'm always responsible for the loose ball? DeAndre. All right. Well, tonight's the uh, tonight's game three. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. And uh, we were talking about this. They have the $10 gay, uh, you know, you can go into Footprint Center for 10 bones and watch on the big screen. Might be kind of fun, right? But uh, then you think, oh, riffraff, lots of riffraff. People with a sawbuck. We talked about this last year, uh, who normally can't get into the Footprint Center due to exorbitant pricing. 
and now they get their opportunity to go in there. It's caddy day in the pool, you know. I remember when they did yeah. on caddy shots oh, yeah. and like next fifteen minutes is caddy time and they come in and they poop in it and that's kinda how I see tonight. When you when you offer up a freebie, ten dollars, you you're you're inviting some Half of Maryvale's going to <laughs> Maryvale's going to... They're going to ask if no for another way. 10, can they sleep there? Because they got nowhere to go. Go through the metal detectors I and might stuff. go. I might I might want to see this raucous gang festival like this. This might be a an interesting people watch. I'll stay for a half. I'm not going to hobnob with them for a long time, but... You can get jumped into the gang and go there. No, I'll, I'll, I'll sneak into a suite. I'll find someone I know and go, hey, can I not sit with them? Do they do a halftime uh, entertainment deal? They said they got DJs and the dancers oh, will be out there. Okay. So. Of course you got to go. Well, I know. They've got to have club action. Double Dutch. and Anything that costs $10 and is general Double admission Dutch. and you get into an arena or a stadium, you're, you're in... There's going to be a lot of decent. Don't start emailing me. You know, a lot of people can't afford it. Right. That's my point. A lot of people can't afford it, and a lot of those people you don't want to hang around with. Like I see people with just ten dollars, and I don't like. I only have ten bucks. That's somebody you're just not like. What well, do you want to do stuff with me? You're not asking that person. None of you out there who are about to defend this have a friend with ten dollars to his name, and you're trying to go to like dinner with him and stuff. Can you you're, spot avoid, me? you're avoiding that dude like the plague. We all avoid ten dollar guy like the plague. Jeremy, who used to work here, old Jer. I I, I like Jeremy a lot. He asked to take me to dinner once, and we want to take you to dinner. It'd be nice. And I'm like, all right. And in that invitation, he included that he had a coupon two for twenty. And I'm like, I'm not interested in this. I don't want to. Did you get your riblets? No. And so I, <laughs> yeah, because I took him to State Forty Four once, on. and then he wanted to return the favor by popping me over to Applebee's for a two for twenty. And it had to happen on Tuesday between four and six. And I'm like, well, none of this is going to happen. <laughs> And I'm like, way so, too early. Look, all of us avoid riff raffery as best we can. Even, even you know, just dead broke people don't want another ten dollar person standing next to them because now we got two two dead broke people. Nobody's going anywhere. So look, the ten dollar offer is a lovely thing, but it's going to invite about forty percent, you know, trouble. And I want to know what they charge for parking. They have to open up parking, right? That has to be free. I was thinking uh, that the same. Because parking is forty. Because bucks. then that's that's a twenty dollar affair. Yeah, most places Minimal. during a, a, a live game forty bucks. And then park. do they open up the food concessions? Uh, they have. Yeah. Oh, they have. Oh, yeah, yeah. They want their money. Yeah, there's a lot of EBT cards getting slid up there at the Spinatos <laughs> at the ballpark. Ten dollars. That's why you don't sit in that upper deck. That's why no one sits in the upper deck of the Diamondbacks game. The dollar people are there. Yee, dollar people. And they just crawl out of a hole and yeah, sunlight hurts my eyes. You don't want that. We all avoid our ten dollar friends. So piling them into a big arena is frightening. But I may have to go down there and just see what it looks like. It might be fun. It might be a fun group. Halftime could be two thousand Jesse White tumblers. No, the It'd whole be amazing. <laughs> and then that, instead of a t shirt gun, it's just like crack. They just shoot crack out of that. The gorilla comes out and just starts firing crack at this massive audience of meth heads. I've seen the news. I know what $10 people do. Fentanyl. That's what they do. I got $10. I can watch the sons and get a thing of fentanyl. Fentanyl, please. But you got 10 bucks, and that, you know, that's. But again, there's a lot of people, a lot of decent people are like, hey, that's a good deal. We're making it. But they're, 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 you know who I'm talking. Even the decent ones were like, my family's not able to throw $5,000 out of game. I understand that. So you want to take your three kids and your wife and all that's 50 bucks to get in. That's a kick in the nuts. But think of who you're sitting next to. 
Ten dollars. Is it worth the stabbing? I mean, <laughs> is, really? it, well, is there's it, metal detectors. You know, the one thing I, I don't know if they work. They make shanks and stuff. I am there. so full. My body is covered. Like I got phony hips, something in my back. I got this thing in my shoulder, and I walked through that metal detector. Every, once I forgot my keys and my phone in my pocket, I walked right through, and the lady goes, "Go ahead." Like, did it go off? No. I make the lady wand me. Does that work? <laughs> On my hip. There's something here. I'm like, yep. It's my metal hip. I got. It'll <laughs> be a different crew tonight. On this. At the ten dollar ticket. Oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna, really, gonna, be they're gonna turn those on. They're really gonna check them out. <laughs> anyway, I might go check that out. Suns Clippers tonight. I might have to see what that's all about. You guys want to go? No, oh, I don't want to get shanked with a spork. <laughs> I'm out. No way. Worst gang fight ever. <laughs> oh, did you hear how Julio died? He got stabbed in the jugular with a spork. Yeah, I you know look the beers are still going to cost beer prices. Ten bucks getting in is pretty good, but again. There'll be a gr- uh, look. That would be a first. Have you ever done that before? To go down to a $10 people event? Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I'm just almost like early days. Just to like, witness yeah, this. No. No. That scares me. Yeah. Oh, this is said, remember, this is where we got introduced to the pineapple lawyer. Remember the pineapple lawyer? That's yeah. right. That was at a son's roadie. That's right. The, what did we get mad at the pineapple lawyer for? He had that hot wife and stuff, too, if I remember right. I don't, I don't, or was she the lawyer? I don't remember the pineapple I remember the pineapple lawyer. I think lawyer she's the I, lawyer. She's the lawyer. Yeah. That's right, yeah. $10 people. That's right. That was last year. Good call, Brian. Yeah. And again, I don't. before you start emailing me that I'm a snob, you already knew that. Uh, and start telling me, oh, everybody can afford it. I don't care about your financial situation. Don't get mad at me because I don't want to hang out with $10 people. I don't want to hang out with the low-level $10 people. And when you going to be going crazy. When you email me and defend the low-level $10 people, you're announcing you're one of them. And that's just it. I don't. Shut up. Hopefully I know. they do some of the stuff, the in-game promos, like the Chick-fil-A's on the line, oh, even on the TV game. I would hope Chick-fil-A gets involved and everybody gets yeah, a sandwich just smart. out of kindness. Like Chick-fil-A just because that cow comes up. And again, I noticed something the first game. They parade that cow out there for the fourth quarter for Chick-fil-A, that big mascot cow. And sometimes he's late to the party. And uh, on uh, the, the game one, fourth quarter, uh, the Clippers are shooting free throws. And the cow comes barreling out of the thing. And you tell the dude just put the head on. And he's like, he's running out there. And the, and the shot was in the air. And he made it. And then the cow had to, like, barely made it into your eyesight. And then he had to slink back under the arena. It was hilarious. Like, the cow didn't make it to his spot in time. That Chick-fil-A cow shows up. People lose their mind. But, uh, yeah, and they got the Chick-fil-A in game, too. So I, I, that would be nice if the cow came out for a couple free throws in the fourth. But uh, $10 people. I mean, look, we, nobody wants that. Poor people don't want to find out. They're, I've only got 10 bucks. Oof, i got to avoid this guy for a while. He's going to be a lone screamer. And pretty soon he's going to. Remember when Toledo was a $10 guy? We didn't hang out with Toledo much because we knew it was coming. We're a we're buying all his meals. B there's going to be a chance he's got a, a, a you know a cocktail napkin with a plan that he's about to ask you for. He's better now, so he's in. Now the, he's, he's in the full. Now he's good again. He's in the fold. We didn't know he was in. He was in dire straits for a little while until I got that cocktail. In fact, the offer for me to help was written on a a ripped out part of a U-Haul box. <laughs> Like, what's this? Well, we ripped it off. The, we took the flap off a U-Haul box. Here's our plan. Ooh, I don't like this at all. There's a lot of numbers on here. You're $10 people. But, you know, I might go down there. I might have fun to see this. I'm just curious about parking. And do they discount the beers? That would be fair. So those beers aren't cheap. So if you're talking about, you know, still going to be a $100 night. You'd be drinking Natty Light all night. Yeah, you'd pay, even the cheap ones are 
pricey. I don't think you're getting out of there for less than like 12 bucks for a beer. To me, it might as well just go to a regular bar. Yeah. You don't have to pay to get in, and the beers are going to be cheaper. But you'd never but get that's it. what it is. There's it's, where the $10 people yeah. kick in. They don't get to go to the arena normally, so this is an extravagant. Like, you get it, to go into the, you know, Hearst Castle. It's safer. Yeah, I'm just I'm, going I'm, to the bar. It's your, it's your arena sports bar. Brett did overnights for 13 years. He hates $10 people. Oh, yeah. How come I'm the one that's going to get all the mean emails? <laughs> He's being a bigger dick than I am. At least I'm willing to, to you know, part. Like, I'd almost maybe go for just to see you go right. in. Well, then we'll go tonight. <laughs> We'll go for the fun of it. Oh, just for the fun of it. Fun, huh? And then we'll we will run across the street to the H and H Ranch and finish watching that game in the apartment for sure. We'll try. Why not? I'll give it a run. Oh, well, you know what we can do? We can eyeball it from the apartment and see what's showing up at the gates. You know, and if it looks too creepy, this is a good too, time too to sporky, go now. I'm out. Yeah, if we start looking at it, and it's like, ooh, that looks a little Night of the Living Deadish to me. That's too many ten dollar people. Sawbuckers, and I don't know if you, I'm like. Look, and here's the other thing: ten dollars. I don't know if they take cash anymore. So you're gonna have to have like a credit line. EBT, EBT is not gonna fly there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget the first time I watched the downtown EBT happen at that fries, and the dude had two gallons of chocolate milk, one gallon of eggnog, a bottle of liquor, and like I forget the food, but it was pointless. And he had seven dollars. He thought he had seventeen dollars. And the lady's like, you get seven bucks on your EBT card. He goes, ah, all right. Get rid of the eggs. Get rid of all the good stuff. And he kept the two chocolate milks and the liquor. Of course. (laughs) Uh, A little tiny bottle of something. And it still was over $7. He just could not part with those chocolate milks. And he was in a scooter already. I'm like, this guy, his diabetes is just screaming for that chocolate milk. He'll he'll be at the arena today. He'll be there. He's in the he managed to make that seven fifty work for two gallons of chocolate milk. It's be nothing but bird scooter parking out in front. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hilarious. I watched on the news last night a lady in Mesa who had a, she lives at a retirement home and she's in a scooter and she was out on a scooter ride. I guess that's called a walk. I don't know what she's doing. A and stroll. Some, some car comes up and goes, Hi. It's a coyote behind you about eight feet. Oh, I just meal. She floored it. So she's going like seven. And the coyote's just trotting just behind tra- her. Going, and she, they're talking to her on the news. He's going to make me lunch. Like, well, that's, a, that's poor English. He's not going to make you lunch. He might eat you. Coyote ain't going to eat some lady in a scooter. That's it's, Coyotes aren't like humans. We're not looking at a full wedding cake thinking I'm going to eat the whole thing. Coyote's looking go, that's too much. That's, that's, that's just gluttonous. At this point, I, I don't want to be a big fat coyote. They eat rats and little cats and baby dogs, maybe take a bite of your kid just because they hate kids, I think. She could have forgotten that she went to the grocery store earlier, you know, or the day before, <laughs> right. and it's in she's, the, she's underneath got a, the carriage. A thing of ground chuck that she's yeah, forgot in the forgot. thing. Yeah, <laughs> forgot. Okay, so there's a reason why it's strolling behind. He ain't taking down your abuela. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's not eating a whole abuela right there in Mesa. It's not happening. But the news wanted to make it seem like coyotes are chasing the your coyotes abuela. coyote's like, just get rid of the, drop the barbacoa. That's all I want. <laughs> hey, coyote, did you call my abuelita a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not taking down a whole abuelita. It ain't coming that way. Hey! And the coyote's like, oh, no mujer. <laughs> He's not, they don't want to eat a whole person. They're not even thinking about. They don't, they're not out to kill you. Never, but the fact that she was in the scooter. She, he only goes six miles an hour. He was going to make me lunch. I know. <laughs> the news has you frightened to death that coyotes are going to try to eat you. 
She's out for her scooter walk on the senior living, and a coyote just trotted by. But I love that a car goes, bang, bang. Hey, lady. Coyote, eight feet behind you. Hi, Dave. Go, please. Turn that rascal around and yeah. play chicken with that coyote. Right. All you got to do is, yeah, I don't know if your legs work at all. Just start spinning that thing. Coyote's like, whoa. Coyote doesn't know that the chair isn't part of you. So he's looking at that whole contraption like, is that food or not? There's something in oh, it. Oh, there's food on board. Oh, that lady, they, the news didn't talk about that. You're 100% correct. She had chorizo or something in a bag or something on her fingers. She smelled Delivering of... Delivering tamales yeah. to friends or whatever. <laughs> right. She smelled of deliciousness, and she thought the coyote was after her because she's arrogant. That's all that is. Coyote didn't want to eat you. You're a 145-pound grandma. It's not happening. Coyotes don't eat those. You never heard of that. Coyote took a whole grandma down today. It's never happened. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. 98. Holmberg's morning sickness. Never happened. Coyote ate the whole thing down to the bones. Found a skeleton land out there next to a bag of chorizo. The coyote left. You had groceries. Did you see those on the highway? What, coyote alerts. Missing 68-year-old. Yeah, yeah, the silver alert. Have you seen? But, Mark, sorry, we think your Abelita was eaten by a coyote. That's never been a thing anybody's ever done. The, the news is so irresponsible with these coyote attacks because now you notice how hip it is. Oh, it's hot. Yeah, they're, they're like everywhere. Coyotes are just out to get us. We got one. Yeah, we've been living with coyotes the whole time we've been here. They've never taken down an abuelita. They've never once. Like, they might bite a kid now and again, and that's because your kid was playing with it. I've, I've ridden my bike on Trail 100, and, you know, we coyote and I have stumbled across each other every once in a while. And we both look at each other like, what the hell's that? And they're like, oh, it's a coyote. And he looks at me, yeah, he looks at me like, I got gotcha. you. I'm not going to eat you. And I'm like, okay. You know. And I've ridden my bike where a coyote kind of trotted along eight or nine feet away from me. It's intimidating because they're unpredictable. He's not going to eat me, but he might be rabbit. Like your brain goes, he maybe he's got rabies and he's just going to bite me and make me have to get you. My fear is shots in the tummy. I'm not scared of the coyote as much as I am 20 shots in the tummy. That's what I've always learned about rabies. But, you know, he trot along next to him. Like, he's not taking I'm 200 pounds. He knows I'm more of a meal than he'll ever need. Gone. He's not doing it. Yeah. Eat your abuelita. The news covered it. You know what's going to happen? We're going to find a news truck just chumming, throwing food out. <laughs> They're going to get busted right. for trying to lure Here's information. more coyotes in the city. This is it. This is. I'll give you. I'll give you how to fix this. If if you're worried that abuela is about to get chowed down on by uh, you know Wiley over there, uh, keep her uh, keep her hands full of jerky, and have her start chucking jerky. If a coyote comes by, throw some food away from you. It'll eat that. It doesn't want to fight. It wants something easy. It's so easy to figure. But the, you watch the news and they're interviewing this poor lady, and you just had you just have to think that old people love the news. Did you hear about that? The coyotes are starting to eat old people. No, they're not. Coyotes aren't eating us. They get they get bitey if you keep them friendly. You got to scare them away. Well, but. that's the problem. You don't want to throw you know the the jerky thing. That's the problem because. Then they're like, oh, I got jerky right. here. Then, then it's a source. Coming back. Yeah, it becomes a source. But by the way, if you got grandma getting chased in the six-mile-an-hour scooter and she's scared. Tell her to scream. They're Chuck, gone. That's very true, too. That's very true. I do smell. Yeah. 
Yeah, this, this guy says, coyotes have a second meaning for us Mexicans. Those are dudes that cross over the border. Maybe she hadn't paid him all the money yet. Yeah, it? was it the... Uh... <laughs> what kind of coyote are we talking about? Hey, Grandma, you still owe me money. Hey, coyote. Hey, hey coyote. I tried to throw jerky and he came from me. He was good to make me lunch. Yeah, they didn't say the coyote was in an F-150 chasing him. <laughs> Right, that's true. Eight <laughs> feet behind, you got a coyote. Adios, mio. That was actually a car honking. <laughs> hey, coyote. Hey, where? Right here. Aquí. See. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just silly to me, but it makes me giggle because it's like, all right, news, enough. You're scaring old people. You know your, your, you know your audience is loaded with elderly people on scooters living at those retirement homes they have been stuffed in in Mesa, and if coyotes start walking the grounds, because there's always a big pond or water, of course you're inviting them in. You're right, Brady. Brady couldn't be more right. Go back, Jason Barry, and do a story on what was on that cart, because that lady's got chorizo, her fingers smell like food, she smells like a delicious meal, and the coyote's eyeballing it like, is she food? She's too big. Where is it? I'll take a bite of whatever we got going on. That's why your kids get bit. They're bechitoed. Their fingers are all orange and dusty. They smell like a meal. And Coyote's not going to eat your kid. They want what's on him. There's probably hummingbirds all around that thing because her grandkids <laughs> spilled those honey right, those little candies drinks. on there. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's that weird Mexican Kool-Aid that <laughs> all over that chair. Dried horchata. Right. Oh. This lady was a target not because of her delicious body, but because of the stuff that was stuck to her chair. I know my grandma in her later years had food Boys all over candy. her. She was candy in her pockets that I didn't want because it was too close to that wet diaper. She whips out a handful <laughs> of brocks. Yeah, my grandma would get up and sometimes walk by, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, is she mopping with ammonia? What's going on in there? Some Werther's. <laughs> And then she'd pull candy. Where there's an ammonia. Yeah, she'd pull candy out of her out of her pocket next to that big wet diaper. Like, you want some of these? Like, Surely I don't want anything that's coming out of those pants. You don't want that? You don't want any of my candy? No. It's it's been inches from that soaked diaper that just reeks of an industrial floor cleaning. Babu was just dragging with a parliament in her mouth and just a, a gas leak in the back. <laughs> uh, by the way, my, my I've told this story before, but Isabel Holmberg, my grandma, lived with us for three months after my grandpa died. She wasn't all mentally good at that time. And she dropped a bucket of Yoo-Hoo in the toilet and didn't flush it once. And let me tell you, oh. whatever, whatever's living inside an old lady, Weimaraners love it. Give the sound. <laughs> I'm sitting in the living room. I'm like, what? I was. I, was, I remember I was watching Give Me a Break. It was 4 o'clock. It used to be on Channel 5 at 4. I'm watching the great Nell Carter. Give Me a Break. And I'm like, what is that noise? Izzy's out there somewhere walking around smoking her eaves. And I'm like, what is that noise? And I hear. <laughs> 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 what the hell's going on? Like, Brandy. My dog's Brandy. Brandy. It's getting worse. It's getting wetter. I walk back in there, and Brandy has, it looks like a face of just melted oh. cocoa. Oh. <laughs> She's looking at me like, I found the jack, mother load. I'm like, no, no. Cabbage and stuff. I don't know what that lady was eating. But let me just tell you, the canine, can, lupus, lupus, loves that stuff. 
You just cracked open one of those tubes you buy in the pet store yeah. in the refrigerated oh. dog food. <laughs> yep. oh. It was like, well, this you who's gone bad. I'm going to pour gallons of it in the toilet and just let the dog have it. So whatever was in Abolita's diaper, that coyote, maybe we can't smell it because the diapers have gotten good for old people. That coyote could smell it. And my dog, you know. Years and years later, from the coyote, the caninus, whatever it is, uh, he still smelled that stuff. So whatever lives inside a grandma's diaper, yeah, your dog might be interested because Brandy could not get enough of my grandma's delicious brown stuff. <laughs> it was like a plunger. She was de- like all the way to the eyes, that beautiful wine brander, all the way to the eyes. Oh. Kind of a viscous yoo so wipe your grandma uh, down before you send her out into the wild. It would have been interesting if grandma kept going in that uh, scooter. Yeah. If there'd be, you know, coyote, seven cats. How long the trail would Oh, yeah. No, there was a like l- the I'm like Snow White. No, 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 no. You're like Snow Brown. They're smelling something else there, sister. You need to wipe your ass. Coyotes aren't after your abuelita. It's not a thing. I was laughing too hard to actually hear the story. She might not have been an Abuelita because I'm like, when, when they showed the old lady on the scooter, I'm like, oh, they got her in action. <laughs> Why don't you go ride that thing around a little bit? Show up how slow you are. So you're susceptible to wildlife. So they had her scoot. For yeah. The, yeah. The camera. story. She's just, you know, oh stationary moving Reenactment. Yeah, like uh, Admiral Pike from Star Trek. <laughs> just scooting around. This is how fast I can go. Oh, I was pissing myself. Just like Grandma. But Grandma's diapy. Was what the coyote wanted, or that sack of uh, chorizo that she forgot she had underneath the carriage, or all the candy that's been melted and spilled all over that. Coyote ain't going to eat your grandma, period. Zero. End of story. News, irresponsible to say so, but hilarious, and I want more of those stories. I want more old people afraid that wildlife's going to get them. That's a 30-minute show to me. The senior communities, Mesa. It would be the best reality show, Old People Survivor. We just take like seven or eight of them on scooters and we put them out where coyotes are. Oh, there's one. And we just coat them in, you know, brine and, you know, au jus because they're covered in rib juice because they're pigs. They don't wash up right. They got diapies full. They'll eat it. They'll eat it. Oh, poor Brandy. That was 1985. Did you just leave the house and let Dan and Marcy take care of it or... I uh, know I washed. Oh, I you felt, did? Yeah, I felt bad. Well, actually, what I did was pick her up and put her in the pool. So Grandma's Yoo-Hoo went from dog mouth to filter. Florino, get this. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wouldn't get in the pool for a while because sometimes Grandma would get in in the second step and sit down, and I know what was going on there. The summer chowder. Yeah, oh God, she was dropping <laughs> Yoo-Hoo in my pool. <laughs> and it was Yoo-Hoo. It was. No, that was the other grandma. That was good grandma. That was the Monia grandma. Izzy was the one who dumped the yoo-hoo. She's the one that when I was I came home and she was cooking dinner and I watched her, her skirt was always crooked. The seam was always on the right butt cheek, way over like a foot. And she was always moving her thing. And then I watched her pick her, like put her thumb down inside the skirt once. Mm, and, come on. and she pulled her thumb out. <laughs> And with her index finger, squished her thumb. Something was in between her thumbnail. Well, she thought something was in her thumbnail. And she gave it a squish. She gave it a squish and then went right back to cutting whatever she was cutting that we were going to have for dinner. And I called my dad at work. And We're going out. I just remember, I just remember, Dan Holmberg, please. Who's calling? It's his son, John. Please hurry. And I just heard, this better be important. (laughs) 
Hey, your mom's got dung in her thumb and she's making dinner. That's my mother. It doesn't negate the fact your mother's <laughs> got her own feces in her thumb. You're going to get your ass kicked you talk about my mom like that. I'm not eating dinner tonight. I'm just letting you know. I've got that two for 20. Let's yeah. use that. <laughs> he was mad. He ate that meal and showed the, show the love of his mother. Even though, and I sat back, no way. You make what she you, cooked. You finish nope. that plate. You're not no. getting up from this table. My plate remained empty. You don't want to eat? That's fine. I'm like, I don't. I told you why. Don't you call me at work. I'm like, that's an important call. You say call in case of emergency. Grandma's thumb full of dookie on the cabbage is an emergency to me. <laughs> she was squishing it. Oh. Now, I didn't, in fairness, I didn't see what she was giving a squish to, but it's the only it thing it could matter. have been. It doesn't matter. The only thing it could have been. It was in her cracker. There was your problem. Anyway, good morning, You never everybody. watched Grandma cook. <laughs> Never. And then that was years of going, all I've talked about is how good a cook is he is. Is that the secret ingredient? In the latter years, I saw way too much of my grandma to love her anymore. <laughs> love dies every time you see your grandma's dump. <laughs> Not a little bit either, like 12, 15%. At a t- you see grandma's unflushed toilet, that's a 12% drop in love. That's what Static X's song, Love Dump, is all yeah, about. Yeah, and then you see six or seven of those, and you realize you're now further along in the I don't like grandma anymore than you are in the love. You get four or five unflushed toilet, grandma unflushed toilet. Oh, crap. Where's the paper? What, did she just get up and go? Uh, um, I'm analyzing. 12% drop in love. Went from 100 to 88 to 76 to 64 real fast. Then I'm on the other side of 50, and I'm like, no, I don't love her that much. I don't love her enough. I'm calling Dad whenever I see her make a mistake. She was an insane person. She was great until my grandpa died, and then something happened. She went bananas. It was funny. Good stories for now. I'm over it now. At the time, I wanted to move out, and I was only 12. Uh, Anyway, I kind of wished my grandma was eaten by a coyote that day. That was horrible. Uh, Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. Suns game three. Got to get this one. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98 KUPD. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.